Soccer FM is written and produced by Stephen Mill and Ray Bradshaw and is in association with pieandbovril.com. Hello and welcome to Soccer FM, Scotland's funniest football podcast with me, Stephen Mill, and you, Ray Bradshaw. Hello. Coming up on this week's show, a full roundup of all the weekend's action in the SPFL. Where are they now is back. We catch up with our team around the world and we have a brand new game on the show as well, which I'm very excited about. Ray Bradshaw, how are you? I'm good. I'm excited about that game because I know nothing about it. Yes, exactly. It should be very good. I'll tell you more about that a wee bit later on. Uh, but first of all, it is half seven-ish and it's Monday the 21st of August and we're live on Facebook. Thank you to everyone who retweeted, shared and liked last week's episode. Uh, we do love it when you do that and thanks for the comments on pieandbottle.com as well. Feedback is always welcome, good or bad. Yeah. And remember, if you want to get in touch with anything, tweet us at ScottSoccerFM, search us on Facebook, SoccerFM, like the page, you'll get a no- notification when we go live and also you can subscribe on iTunes and follow us on SoundCloud as well. Loads of comments in the past week, isn't that right? Yeah, and it's all uh, nice wee digs at you. That's yeah. what I really enjoy. Yeah. Supposedly Stephen says, so listen all the time. And I haven't noticed that yet, but it's all I'm going to point out now. I have seen these comments before that I say so listen all the time ironically enough I've seen these comments so much that it's becoming more than I say so listen so uh, I'm going to try and not say that tonight um, so listen let's move on uh, if you're listening on Facebook right now do us a favour uh, share this to your page so all your mates can hear it as well and feel free to leave comments throughout the show we'll get back to you you can interact with the show which is always good yep I think we've already peeked at the comments uh, John Harper says fuck the eclipse soccer FM is here yes I like to think that we're now trending worldwide on Twitter or something like that. I was watching it on CNN before I came out because I'm a sad act. Why would you watch it on CNN? Uh, because well, it's only really happening in America. So uh, okay. I, I thought they might have the best coverage. So there's a guy called Wolf Blitzer who presents on... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's his actual He sounds name. like a porn star, doesn't he? What a best... I thought, either porn star or just a really... That's a name made for being in news. Yeah, Wolf, fair. The Situation Room with Wolf Blitzer. <laughs> that's what it's called. <laughs> uh, so anyway, how's your week been? Uh, oh, right. We had a nice wee day out on Wednesday, didn't we? We did, yeah. We had a not so good uh, morning on Thursday. Unfortunately, yeah. I was getting up for the we show. We consumed a lot of lager and a lot of short time. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, just to fill you in, we were, uh, me and my mates were through seeing Ray at the Edinburgh Fringe. Uh, very good show. Thank you very much. Uh, very good. Highly recommend it. Uh, the dog loved it that was in that yeah, day as well. We had yeah. a guide dog in that day, didn't we? Yeah, that was great. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the room is roasting. I will, I will yeah. give you that. It's I've lost a bit of stone. Yeah. I but mean, I've put it back on due to drinking. Exactly. So, so uh, then me and I went to a, a place where you only get chicken wings for your tea <laughs> uh, called Wings in Edinburgh. This is the first time I'd ever discovered it this. It blew your mind because you uh, wouldn't shut up about it. It was tremendous. Uh, so went there, then me and Ray met up and had a few pints. And it was With, really lovely. Do uh, you remember who we were drinking at the table next to us? Uh, no. Oh, yes, yes, I do. Uh, the Sevi- Sevilla the Supporters Club in Edinburgh. Edinburgh Supporters Club, yeah. <laughs> we were out watching their Champions League qualifier. We were watching the Celtic game. Absolutely pumping Astana. Yes, exactly. We'll probably talk about that uh, a wee bit later on when we talk about their uh, second leg, which is coming up on Tuesday night. But first of all, uh, let's take a wee look back on the weekend in the SPFL. And I think result of the weekend has to be Hamilton 3, Hibs 1. Who saw that coming? No. <laughs> like, I couldn't believe it. Hibs on form. Uh-huh. I was uh, going through to the fringe. I was driving through, listening to uh, Sports Sound, chatting through the Hamilton team, and I was like, they are rubbish. Mm-hmm. Hibs are going to destroy them. Came out my show, 3 1 Hamilton. Yeah. I know fuck all about football. Well, Interesting. As I've always said, I didn't pick Hamilton to get relegated this season. I, after last week, predicted that they would have a top six finish with a European place. And just, yes, just, just sarcastically, remember. though. No, it wasn't. I was being deadly serious. So, looking at the table just now, all I can say is. 
It's looking like I'm correct. They are fourth yeah. in the league ahead of Rangers, ahead of Hearts, ahead of uh, ahead of Partick Thistle as well, who are yet yeah. to pick up a point, obviously. Yeah. And they are on course for the Europa League next season. And who knows, they might do better than every other team that goes in the Europa League from Scotland. Yeah, and uh, what a third goal. Have you seen it? Yeah. Well, it's just that's, beautiful. That's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, but That's Hamilton. I know, I know. Their manager's Martin Canning. Listen, maybe it's just taken, what's this, his third season, <laughs> full season in charge? Maybe <laughs> it's taken until now and he's going to turn them into world beaters. And I Martin like, Canning will be off into the Premier League down south, multi-million pound contract at, I don't know, Southampton or something. And I, I, I love the Hamilton youth policy, the guys coming in. So obviously Ali Crawford's a big one, but uh, they get a, you get Scott McMahon, yep. seems to be getting better each week. So developing, so they're doing, they're doing brilliant there. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, today, Greg Doherty has signed a new contract. Saw that, yeah. So, until 2020, so well done to him. Uh, not so good result for Hibs, obviously. I don't no. think Neil Lennon was not very happy after the match, but he couldn't be, I guess, he was sort of like, well, I can't be too hard on them. You know, they've had a decent start to the season, so hopefully this is just a wee reality check. But they've just signed a guy from UV and Anthony Stokes, mm-hmm. and they've lost 3-1 to Hamilton. Yeah. That says a lot, though. It is a, a fairly mental result. That Definitely the result of the weekend for Hamilton. Well done to the Ackies. Elsewhere, Dundee still having a bit of a nightmare down at the bottom of the table. Aberdeen, three wins from three. Stevie May on the score sheet. Two goals for Stevie May. And uh, a good result for Aberdeen. Yeah, Stevie May looks a shambles though, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he looks like he's always just come back from a night out. That's yeah. what I like about him. He probably has. Yeah. yeah. Stevie May looks like how... I imagine any stoner looks when an ASOS delivery comes to their door okay. like just really dishevelled all yeah, the time yeah I wouldn't disagree with that um, Dundee did uh, uh, level up in the 53rd minute of course oh you did the minutes thing again yeah I know uh, so it was 1-1 Aberdeen got a late winner 79th minute for <laughs> so well done to Aberdeen also, remember last week we were talking about May 83 mm-hmm. the date with the, was the 11th so he's going in the 11th minute this week so it's 11 May 83 See? that's why I read out the minutes that's why I do I've always done that since the very first episode mm. <laughs> bullshit uh, so Aberdeen Three wins out of three for then. Also, St. Johnson, their best ever start to a season in the top flight. Three wins from three. Again, uh, the Tommy Wright juggernaut just goes on, doesn't it? And it's amazing he's not been linked with the Hearts job more. Not even the Hearts job. What about like, the, yeah, I know, bigger, but... Jobs down south. Yeah. Considering, you know, McInnes went down south from St. Johnson, Owen Coyle went down south from St. Johnson. The, so the, the Rangers job... True. In particular, back well, that'll, then that'll be coming up soon. So yeah. <laughs> we'll hang on for that. So uh, yeah, talk, talk of the Rangers job, Michael Halloran scoring again. Exactly. What's that? Four goals. Four goals in three games for Michael Halloran. Top um, stuff. They could recall him before the end of the transfer window. Really? Yeah, that's mental, isn't it? They won't though. No, There's absolutely no chance. Rangers fans, if anyone's listening, let us know what you think about that because obviously, I mean, Martin Waghorn and Joey Garner scored at the weekend. Um, so the Barry Mackay, Barry Mackay, O'Halloran. What is happening at Rangers that? You can't get the best out of these players, but other managers can. I know. Well, Kashinia, we'll get we'll get on it. In fact, we'll just move on to Rangers because it was just, a great result from uh, St. Uh, Johnson. Mark McCulloch pointed out Stevie Lomas also went down south with um, when he was at Johnson. He went to Millwall, didn't he? He did. Yeah, and it was a shambles, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, good point. Yeah, he got sacked uh, shortly after. Yeah, so, so well, uh, well, well done, Tommy Wright. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, St. Johnson one uh, 0 against Barley Thistle. Anything you want to say about Thistle? And uh, no, I, I wasn't there, so I can't really comment on it okay. much. Um, I saw that Niall Keown near scored from forty yards. Okay, that's. That's bad. That's bad. Okay, yeah. well, uh, it's still pointless at the bottom of the table. Yeah, but last year, remember, nine games it took uh, the first season for a win. Last year, seven. We're fine. Right, okay, that's Top fine. six, we'll, here we come. We'll keep an eye on that. Uh, Rangers now, Hearts now. Uh, another blank for Rangers. Ibrox yet to win there, uh, apart from hammering Dunfermline, obviously, yeah. uh, in the League Cup. But in terms of league business, another game at Ibrox and another game without a win. Yeah. And also, I found it very interesting that uh, John Daly started Jamie Walker. Yeah, brought him back in from the cold straight in yeah, as I kind of get up your Rangers but um, 
I think I, I find it very interesting because if Kashinia doesn't do that well, he has to go. That's kind of uh, obvious. When? Mm, I don't know. But the thing is, he's signed so many of his type of players. Mm-hmm. And he's brought in lots of Mexicans, South Americans, all that kind of stuff. Um, from Morelos to Candias to all that. And Pena, not really off the bench. Found it very interesting. He brought Ryan Hardy on at the weekend ahead of Pena. Yeah. Uh, which means he's clearly not up to the level he thinks he is. Absolutely. Uh, not. Ryan Hardy, who was, what, on loan at St. Mirren last and season? And Wraith as well, the first yeah. half of the season. Um, so that's obviously something there. But they've spent a lot of money and it doesn't seem to be paying off. It's, it's not clicking. I've said it for quite a while. I don't think it'll be here at Christmas. I think it'll be gone. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. And obviously with the Hearts job this week, uh, Steve McLaren's not going to be doing it. And neither's Dougie Freeman because he's got another gig down south today. Apparently, ah, Dougie Freeman, yeah, some consultancy role at Crystal Palace. I yeah, think, they've so. said they're going to have someone in place by the twenty sixth, which is next Saturday. So, okay, uh, who do you think it'll be? Well, I heard somebody speaking on the radio. It might be, it might be in Sports Sound as well. It might be Chris McLaughlin actually, and he was saying that he expects it to be someone who's not been mentioned in the press. It's not going to be John Daly though. Is it you? It's well, can't say too much. Imagine that. Can't say too much. Who is it? I, don't, I, I genuinely don't know. It could be anyone. It could be... George Alagaya, the newsreader. It could be George Alagaya. <laughs> That'd the, be a great twist. The, the BBC One newsreader who, who does the one o'clock news. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it might be George Alagaya. So uh, we'll have to keep an eye on that. Uh, more announcements than that in a few days, I would imagine. Elsewhere at the weekend, first win for Motherwell. Uh, beating Ross County 2-0. So a good win for Motherwell. Gets them off the off the sort of starter block, I guess. That's them on three points, uh, pushed up into eighth place. And uh, what do you think about Motherwell? Louis Moe has said that he's not going to sign a new contract. Yeah. Is, are, are they worth just cashing in on them now? I don't think so. Keeping them? Yeah, keep them. It's 450 grand Aberdeen are talking about, um, but Aberdeen has since signed Stevie May, so we're not sure what's going to happen there. Um, for the amount of goals, he scored 18 goals in the last two seasons. For the amount of goals they get, they'd be better keeping them and looking elsewhere in the summer, I think, because... It's not, and also Motherwell's a club owned, uh, a fan owned club, yeah. not a club owned club because yeah, that's a just club a club. club. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's up. Uh, I think it'd be very interesting because I think most of the fans that I've uh, heard speaking really want to keep a hold of them. So if they do sell them, it'll be interesting to see how the fans react as they are technically part owners. I think it'd be fascinating to see. And also, I don't think the fans would settle for an undisclosed fee. Yeah. I think they would want to know the ins and outs of it. Yeah, without a doubt. And obviously, they'd be wanting their cut as well because if, if there's what. A thousand people own in Motherwell, and it's four hundred fifty thousand pounds. They are entitled to four hundred fifty pounds each. Yeah, it's That's like gyro it day. That's what um, it is. Yeah. Uh, Michael Cameron just said uh, he saw a cartoon with uh, um, Pedro Cushinia saying to Jamie Walker, "I'll see you next week," and Jamie Walker replying, "Will you be here that long?" Yeah, <laughs> I think that. <laughs> I mean, I don't think. What it's kind of cartoons are you watching, by the way? Where that, do you find them? That bizarre cartoon. That yeah. cartoon network, Nickelodeon. Yeah. I don't think so. So just after Johnny Bravo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so listen, let's move on to the final game in the Premiership of the weekend. And it was another one for Celtic. Again, uh, can't really sort of praise them highly enough. Three wins on a, uh, on the spin in terms of uh, what they've done at the start of the season. And James Forrest and Cal McGregor scoring near the end of the first half, 40th minute, I believe. And uh, Cal McGregor in the 88th minute just sealing the victory there. Kilmarnock did, you know. Old cliche, but park the bus for most of the game, and it took a while for Celtic to break them down. And they did make a lot of changes as well. Why do you think Rogers has made so many changes after humping a Stana during the week? And I mean, well, they're obviously going to go through. So. Yeah, but I think it's more um, they're going to be doing a long flight. Okay, um, the seven-hour gap, and I think also this is what Celtic need to be doing. I love the fact that um, Kieran Tierney twenty, Ralston I think it's eighteen. 
Ayer, 19. Calvin Miller, 19. Ben U, 1920. They're all starting. James Forrest is playing as a striker. Mm-hmm. This is a very makeshift team and he's, um, they're giving him. But what's going to be interesting is whether, because that won't last the whole season. Celtic will either go out of Europe or they'll focus on games and stuff like that. So the likes of Ralston and Ayer, in particular Ayer who is out on loan. Calvin Miller was tipped as one of the top 100 uh, prospects in European football. Mm-hmm. Um, how are they going to keep them happy with only 10 or 15 games a season? Should they punt them out on loan just now or should they keep them as bit part players? Yeah, I guess that's the big question for Rodgers. We'll just need to wait and see over uh, the next, what, 10 days until the transfer window yeah, closes. Yeah. I think there might be a wee bit of movement there. And mm-hmm. as for Kilmarnock, what we're thinking is, is a, that's... Th- you know, still pointless at the bottom. Of the yeah, game. when I was watching the game, they just set up to not concede a goal, and they conceded a goal, and there was no plan B. Yeah. So, uh, I guess it's difficult playing Celtic, like because Celtic are so far ahead of everyone. Like if they open up, they'll get destroyed, and that doesn't look good at all getting destroyed. Because yeah. believe me, I've been uh, on the end of a few humpings from Celtic and Rangers over the years when managers have just totally gone for it, yeah. and it's just not worked at all. I mean, fair enough for having a go, but. Sometimes you just have to admit that the other team's better than you and just try and shit fest it. Yeah. What do you make of them Simon Eamon Brophy? Uh, I don't know who Eamon Brophy is. He was, a ha- he was at Hamilton. Was he? It was, it was a really odd signing, I thought. It just didn't really make sense because I thought they only signed ex-Rangers players. Yeah. Because <laughs> you have... Stevie uh, Smith. You've got Chris Lee McCulloch, who's the manager. Lee, uh, Chris Boyd. Um, Kirk, Kirk Broadfoot. Uh, so that's four or five there at least. Lionel Charboni is yeah, there yeah. as well. Um, Basil Bowley. Basil Bowley, he's yeah. there. And Eric Bo Anderson. Yeah. Over the last couple of days the as Ginger well. Prince. Might, might have missed that. So, yeah, that rounds off uh, the Premiership. Uh, so, just looking at the table, obviously, the three teams who have won all their matches uh, taking up the top spot. Celtic, obviously, ahead on goal difference. No point looking at the table just now. Well, listen, all I'm saying is Hamilton are fourth. That's what yeah. I did <laughs> I'll predict that. Uh, also it'll be interesting um, I want to hear your views later obviously one of the Celtic scorers not getting picked in the Scotland squad yes yes we'll get to the Scotland squad in just a wee while after we've run through the rest of the results we'll start in the championship uh, Dundee United won breaking now Scott McDonald scoring quite late on there uh, for the boys at Tannadice uh, so that maintains their uh, 100% start to the season 9 points from 9 for Dundee United looking pretty strong although I believe Breakin made it all very difficult for yeah I heard Graham so. Smith had a really good game but also Scott McDonald, I've said this a couple of times already this season, he's going to be a huge signing for them. I think so. And they have spent a lot of money on wages. If the rumours are true, mm-hmm. then some of the wages they are spending is ridiculous. Yeah, I think uh, they're cashing in on that Andy Robertson money, and if they don't go up this year, then it's not looking so good. I Big time. Uh, it's also Scott McDonald's birthday today. Is it? Oh, Would you like to guess th- how old he is? 36. Nah, 34. Is he? he? Yeah, he was 35 this year and then going 36. 34 34 Uh, today. Andy Robertson on his Liverpool debut touched the ball more than any other player in the park. And got man of the match, so I heard, yeah. I saw uh, saw a wee bit of match of the day on Saturday night. He played for Queen's Park four or five years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, I think he looks great. Like, it's it's such a shame that, I mean, I say it's a negative attitude to take, but him and Tierney, why could one of them just not be a winger? I think Tierney might end up playing centre-half next week. Well, possibly, yeah, we'll have to, well, it depends if he puts three at the back and all the rest of it. Yeah, against Malta, plays one at the back or whatever again. Yeah, so, listen, uh, we'll get to Scotland in just a wee second, as I mentioned. Are you wanting to talk about your game of the weekend? Yes, I am. Dunfermline 3, Falkirk 1. Oh, sorry, I thought we were going to talk about Inverness, Cali 1, Greenock 1. We will, but in a wee second. Uh, Dunfermline 3, Falkirk 1. I'm going to say again, Dunfermline 3, Falkirk 1. Dunfermline 3, Falkirk 1. It's the first time we've beaten Falkirk since 2011. I'm so glad this... I'm so sad, actually, because do you remember last time Dunfermline (laughs) lost them, we had Lee Miller on the show? Yes, I know. And then he was sent off at the weekend. And David McCracken. Yeah, so we had a double (laughs) Falkirk to slag you. Um, But... 
Miller and Sybil. So I saw you tweet Craig Sybil, what a fanny. Yeah. Uh, was it foul and abusive language you get sent off? Or nah, something like that? that was incorrect. What happened was uh, Cardo basically took him <laughs> out right on the touchline and it was a free kick to Falkirk. Yeah. And Cardo would have been booked. But then Sybil just turned around and booted Joe Cardo right in front of the referee. Everyone could see it. Straight, straight red. red. Straight red. No complaints. He just walked off. Then Miller as well. You know, just total rush of blood to the head. Thought he should have got a foul. Said his shirt was getting pulled and then just sort of went on a wee ramble and just smashed Nat Weatherburn in the face. Again, right in front of the referee, red card. Yeah, so uh, Lee Miller put a tweet out apologising straight after the game. Yeah, so he should, yeah. I mean, it was... I mean, what I would say, though, is that Falkirk could have got a draw. I mean, it would have been completely unjustified, but they played so much better with nine men than what they did with 11. And what do you think the difference is about Joe Cardo? Because you've been saying the last couple of weeks he's come into a I have whole no idea, game. but he was superb again on Saturday. Like, fair fair play to Joe. He's been absolutely outstanding. Two goals again on Saturday, and he's just... When he when he's like that, he's he's unplayable, you know? And uh, Arne Muirhead, who was up against him, got taken off at half-time. So that, oh. that tells you how he got on against them. He loves a headbutt as well. He, head. he would have been good. For and I tell you what, the Declan McManus as well, he's been confounding a lot of critics. I think there was a wee yep. bit of scepticism when he signed earlier on in the season, uh, earlier in the summer, I should say, because he, he didn't have the best season at Wraith Rovers last year. Nah. And uh, yeah, he's been absolutely superb as well. And I, I must mention Callum Smith again, 17-year-old yep. playing up front, started, hit the post on Saturday, was really unlucky, had a chance in the second half, didn't quite fall and for I, him. I noticed you've signed Andy Ryan as well. Yes, from Airdrie. I think yes. that's a great signing. Well, he, he came on for the last sort of 20 minutes, but it's hard to judge someone when they're playing against nine players and things were a bit all over the shop because yeah. I think it was like they didn't know how to play against nine players because it's never happened before. Just play the ball wide. I know, I know. It's so frustrating, but I, I, I don't know what happened, but we just we kind of felt with bits the last 20 minutes and part of me was like, surely Shit we're not going to like, yeah. bottle this here. Uh, Falkirk look a shambles, is what I would say, um, and they've got big problems. I said that at the start of the season. Yeah. Uh, Al Carster saying a brave man squaring up to Big Nat. So is Wedderburn a unit? Oh, yeah. He's 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 like the size of a house. Like so he's would huge. You, would you elbow him? No, no. No, I wouldn't. Like he's he's a big guy. Like what, did he go down when he got elbowed or did he just stare at him or what? Uh, no, 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 he did go down because it was a it was a proper it wasn't even it was a, a whack. It was a whack. Um there was an amazing bit where Wedderburn was running into the box in the second half and Basically, just held off three Falkirk players <laughs> like that. They get, the guy's an absolute machine, like, and he's been superb as well. He's another one that we signed, and it was just you know like other fans were like, "Ha ha ha, you've signed that Weatherburn. Yeah, and he's been superb. Um, also, I'm not going to read that comment out again, Alistair, but due to the fact you use six emojis, right? Okay, that's too many, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. So, uh, Can we anyway, put an emoji limit on these comments. Uh, one emoji is the only one emoji per like. comment. Cool, yeah, that's exactly. Fine. So, anyway, I won't uh, bore you anymore with Dunfermline versus Falkirk. Uh, and oh no, let's talk about uh, what I was doing at the game actually. Oh yeah, right. This is weird. Okay. So Stephen got asked to make a Spotify playlist for before the game and halftime. And there's some absolute bangers on this, but there's some questionable ones. Okay, go for it. Um, Let's go with the bangers first. Start with the positive. Ah, uh, uh, what's it called? The France 98th the team. Uh, oh, Carnival de Paris. Yeah, yeah great yeah. one. Um, the questionable one, Miley Cyrus, Tiesto remix. I need to have some modern stuff in. So what was the other modern stuff? You got some Shed 7 in that, there. Uh, I had Miley Cyrus. I had uh, Bruno Mars. 
Yeah, Versace on the floor. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Big yeah. and Dunfermline, obviously. Absolutely. And uh, what else did I have in? Uh, I had some ACDC in there. I had some Zombie Nation. Yeah, that was the other one, Zombie Nation. Yep. Uh, obviously, because it was Falkirk we were playing, we had a song called You've Been Cheating by the Impressions. <laughs> um, what else have we had? Well, so uh, we, are you essentially just like a DJ and 18-year-old's birthday party kind of thing? Pretty much, yeah. Right, but okay. it's at East End Park. So and, there you go. And so, less action behind the bins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I wouldn't say that. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> Um, Joy Harper Was there any Shawn Mendes There fucking was as well But it didn't didn't get played It was a backup track It was a backup track I'm not The thing is I pick it I'm not actually doing anything On the day It's the guy It's the announcer Who's playing it all I just give him the music More than anything So he's glad there wasn't A any Shawn Mendes on it yeah he there was also uh, 99 Loaf Balloons the, that was the, the first <laughs> one I, when I clicked on it I was like come on Steven you just that, that, was a, that was a fan request we have fan requests and I thought it'd be quite funny right so. okay so you're going to make another player soon aren't you uh, for the St Murden game in a couple of weeks time okay yeah. uh, in the comments stick in some tunes and we'll pick one of them that Steven has to play right okay so go do your worst yeah do, don't make it offensive don't make it so offensive that I can't make play it, it offensive no because this is what I, I also played about Kanye West and see trying touch to touch the sky yeah try to get clean versions of like Kanye West I thought I found a clean version of Jay-Z's Big Pimpin' but uh, it turns out it wasn't at all. <laughs> so that can't go in. Obviously Big I can't have any- Dunfermline I can't have anything with swearing in it because there's obviously kids there. Yeah. So um, yeah, listen, feel free to get involved. Uh, comment on Facebook at Scott Soccer FM if you've got any requests for the Spotify playlist and uh, I'll get it on and report back after the St Mirren game in Let's a couple of weeks' time. Uh, talking of St, St. Mirren, a great win for them against Livingston. Gavin Riley in the score sheet. A couple of goals for him and that's despite going down to 10 men. Yeah. Uh, in the thirty-three in the thirty-three minute, I should say. So played two thirds of the game with uh, with ten men. So uh, impressive I'm result for St. Martin. Really enjoy. Uh, was it Craig Halkett? Yeah, a goal in either net. Love it. Yeah, yeah love that as a footballer. Love yep. seeing it. Absolute classic. Yep. So uh, why does why do you think that happens so often? Think because you score an OG, you are more motivated to score. You're used to it. the other one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're, you're match to. fit. Uh, yeah, I mean the fact of the matter is it was six minutes apart. It's so like, you know he opened the scoring for St Mirren and then equalised so he was a, he was a one man team uh, so a poor result for Livingston there considering that you know they, they had the man advantage for the yeah. hour and uh, yeah so they're down in 7th uh, place only 2 points from the first 3 games after John Watson playing quite well in the first game of the season it's not going so well uh, the next 2 weeks after that so good win for St Mirren though uh, that pushes them up into the playoff place 2 wins from 3 so far Inverness picked up their first point of the season by drawing at home to Morton they did take the lead early on in the first half uh, before Thompson equalised for Morton later on in the second so that's sort of uh, I had that. I had that for a draw at the weekend, anyway. So that was on my coupon for Did a draw. So nice. I, was, I was quite pleased with that. So your boy Sadoff get sent off. You said he was rank the week before. Yeah, he was terrible. Yeah, absolutely appalling. I was surprised he was playing and. Uh, uh, two bookings for him so off we go and uh, Queen of the South won Dumbarton nil so Queen of the South uh, had a decent start to the season as well that's them on 6 points 2 wins from 3 and Callum Fordyce scored again that's his second goal yeah. in 2 weeks so well done to Callum uh, always got a wee soft spot for him he was at Dunfell and he got a really bad injury so hopefully he makes the most of his career at Queen of the South and do you know what I found interesting about this if, if the website I'm using is to be believed mm-hmm. neither, sub, uh, neither team used a sub yeah. So they left uh, Big Christian on the bench. Yeah, that is true. That's My boy Nadi. Yeah. Fuck it. Up. It must be a 
stainless steel he, bench or something. Yeah, he will be raging. He'll be absolutely raging. Uh, so looking at the table, Dundee United top with nine points. Uh, Inverness and Falkirk breaking on one point at the bottom. Dunfermline in second on seven in League One at the weekend. It was the what Lanarkshire derby? Would you call that? Yeah. Albion Rovers one, Airdrie two. So despite having a manager, then not having a manager, that's uh, an absolute God knows what's shambles, going on. Isn't it? Airdrie they also lost their goalkeeper and Andy Ryan. He left as well as we mentioned earlier on. So, but they did so, manage to win. So they, the manager they did was unpaid. Yeah, and then got sacked after winning because he wanted to bring in a coach who hadn't been registered properly or something like that. So that's what they were saying. Sacked tonight. after. Um, also, really a big fan of Airdrie starting a trialist. Love it. Yeah, absolutely um, love it. Great stuff. So a good win for Airdrie in League One. Aloha one Queens Park now. Not a great start to the season for Queens Park yet to get off the off the mark. Zero points after three games and Aloha uh, pick up the win there. So that's them up to sixth in the table. That's their first win of the season too, and it was a late one, eighty fifth minute. Uh, the winner <laughs> for <up>. Aloha. <laughs> Arbroath versus East Fife. It was three two to East Fife, and then a good win for uh, the Fifers and Darren Young's men. So that is uh, looks like a bit of better game. There. Yeah, I think it was also Scott on Twitter that got in touch as a big East Fife fan, said it was a good uh, win there, and I replied with fuck Angus, and he replied with fuck Dick Campbell. There so yeah. we're ticking all the boxes there. Absolutely. Uh, good result for East Fife, and Darren Young seems to be doing pretty well. Two runs out of three uh, so far for East Fife, and are both, um, yeah, they're doing okay as well. So they're on four points, just in just in fourth there, just uh, inside the playoffs. Elsewhere, Wraith Rovers three, four for one, uh, four for two to lead actually, and then came back, Wraith Rovers got the winner. In the 85th minute, added another one in the 88th. Greg Spence getting another goal, and Lewis Vaughan and Liam Buchanan. That's a that's, that's a, a decent fr- trio in it. A decent front line for League One. They'll definitely score goals this season, and that pushes them up into second place in the table on seven points. Two by two behind our leaders, I should say, Air United, who won a thriller down at Stranraer. I think this might be game of the weekend. I think so as well. Air three went up. Stranraer bring it to three each with about five minutes to go. And then uh, here get the winner. Who pops up but Paddy Boyle? I mean, if so, you're looking for someone to score the winner, Paddy Boyle's your man. So is it just a kind of thistle and Dunfermline reject team? Because someone else has pointed out, uh, who was it? Gareth Francis saying that Ayr just a Dunfermline reject team. But there's a few ex-thistle players in there. Declan McDade, Paddy Boyle. Well, Paddy Boyle was a Dunfermline. Yeah. Michael Moffat was a Dunfermline. Andy Geggins at Ayr now. Uh, who else <laughs> have we got down there? Excuse you. Stranraer. Uh, Ryan Wallace good for them. Another ex-part. Ryan Thompson. Another ex-part. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. That was that was uh, sort of like Dunfermline from about five years ago. So, there we are. Ayr as well, only naming five subs. Oh, but they struggling to be able Yeah. So... That's one to keep an eye on as well because I think now that they have gone full time, I do think they will have a smaller squad. That's what it is. I think they've gone for quality rather than quantity. So it's worked out well for them so far. They're top of the league with nine points and two points ahead of Wraith Rovers. Finally, in League Two this weekend, it was a big win for Annan, a great win for them against Berwick Rangers. And again, Berwick Rangers took the lead and then lost 5 1. <laughs> like, five minutes in, you're like, oh, we've got this. No, you don't, lads. Also, special shout out to the first Annan goal scorer Swinglehurst Swinglehurst that's one of the best footballer names I've heard in a while we should get him on Mr Swinglehurst what do you think his first name is is it not Simon Stephen Stuart Cinnamon Cinnamon Simone 
Simone, Simone Swinglehorse. Simone Swinglehorse, <laughs> yeah, that's what we'll call him from now on. Five different scorers as well, which is good. Refreshing. Uh, teams coming, uh, sort of the goals coming from throughout the team there, so a good one for Annan. Uh, Elgin three, Clyde two, that was uh, Elgin's first win in absolute ages. Like, yeah, you tipped him, to, oh no, was it Kenny Miller that tipped him to win the league? Yes, it was, and uh, that is their, I think they had seven draws in a row at home, I heard at the weekend. So that, It's a 91st minute pen, imagine being Clyde on the way back down. Oh, brutal, absolutely. Who, who scored the first goal? For Clyde? Uh, I don't know. I don't have that. Just move on. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Montrose won at Cowdenbeath <laughs> now, so that was a good win for Montrose as well, and uh, that pushes them up into second place. So is a good start to the season for Montrose. Billy Brown that's at Cowdenbeath, isn't it? Billy Brown is at Cowdenbeath. And where yeah. did Gary Locke go? Back to Gary Hearts. Locke is now an ambassador at Hearts. When John oh, Robertson left, he basically got John Robertson's job. So I is that just like reserved for shit managers? That rule, pretty much. Yeah, okay, so, yeah. right. But Gary Locke's probably loving it. Like he's a big Hearts fan. And yeah, there's no pressure so was John Robertson though. Well, yeah, that is true. But I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. So uh, anyway, a good win for Montrose. That as I mentioned, they're up to second place. Uh, Steny, good win for them against Peterhead. Um, so again, Stennis Muir, that's their first win of the season as well, and the first loss of the season for Peterhead, who were obviously heavily tipped. Uh, yeah. before the start of the season by all of us I think yeah I think, yeah, I, think I definitely went for them yep so uh, 3-1 they got beat at the weekend as I say a good win for Stenhouse Muir who have lost their assistant manager Davey Irons who's now the manager of Gretna 2008 yes so he's gone back to Gretna yes he's gone back to his old haunts yes exactly so uh, can't wait you... till he gets a stable and like <laughs> just goes proper Brooks Milson on yeah, it big like... Davey in his ponytail exactly so uh, we had him on the live show last year and he was a great chat if you've got a chance go back and listen yeah, to the yeah one of my favourites he was really good and finally uh, Stirling Albion another one for them 2-0 against Edinburgh City so they have a 100% record top of the table with 9 points how, there we go how do you feel about us dropping Edinburgh City as our team like, are you quite happy with it yeah yeah same yeah, that's good okay. yeah, good that's yeah. Uh, also we've got some um, oh Clyde was Elgin's opponent last time they won a league game well, that's a good start wow, for Michael that, Cameron that's a great start Michael gonna messages us before the show starts with Aye, more knowledible we could have been uh, doing that about yeah, five minutes ago yeah mate. cheers Michael uh, got some uh, song suggestions for you Stephen so okay, far so, them. Yep. Um, Bits and Pieces uh, Run Around Sue by Dion I've know. never heard of it that's a good suggestion uh, both teams are in black and white so play black and white by Michael Jackson you know what I think I might do that I was going to what I was going to do pretending is, this was his idea yeah. this is <laughs> no, great. no 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 I did actually think about this I was going to have a black and white playlist so anyone who's got either black or white in their name or sing a song sell a black. Got a black sell a black Barry White White Stripes White Stripes there's loads of them uh, Back in Black ACDC uh, Black Eyed Peas Black Eyed Peas lovely stuff uh, the, Billy Idol White Wedding Ah, oh, nice so there's, so there's that'd be good of, for a football game yeah again I was trying to find a clean version of that as well there's apparently a few (laughs) sweaty words in that I don't know where they are but uh, yeah so I might do that so anyway keep your suggestions coming in on Facebook and at Scott Soccer FM on Twitter as well we are going to move on lots to come uh, on the show Um, we're going to talk about the Scotland squad uh, in just a wee second as well Uh, but before we do that let's quickly talk about Celtic in the Champions League are they through yes yeah so okay right okay we'll talk about the Scotland squad Uh, so yeah Scotland squad was announced today by Gordon Strachan Uh, won a mission as we've mentioned before still no Callum McGregor had a decent start to the season yeah what's and going a great on? end to the season what's going on Ray Tell I don't me. know I, I don't follow English football enough to see the likes of Barry Bannon week in week out however when you see <laughs> what sense that yeah when you see <laughs> Callum McGregor the form he's been in recently and also the fact that they're his club mates he knows how to play with them Mm. I just find that a very odd one. I, th- I was surprised to see Berra, Grant Hanley. Grant Hanley hasn't played the hasn't played a game. Whereas we've got Liam Cooper, captain of Leeds, playing every week, week in, week out. Uh, 
I, I don't know much about Liam Cooper. I'd be lying if I did. Um, it, it, hopefully, John Souter can fulfil his potential over the next sort of eighteen yeah. months or so. Uh, yeah. I know he's not had a great start to the season, but hopefully, in the next week while he can start to show. Stephen Whitaker was an odd one for me. Yeah, I don't think he'll surely not play. No, I'd imagine it'll be Anya or maybe Tierney and Robertson. Yeah, I think so. I think they'll stick with Mulgrew uh, at the back as well. Uh, who else played the centre half? It was better, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, uh, it was Mulgrew it was, and Martin. Was it? Yeah. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Well, fair enough. Uh, so there we go. Um, we'll just need to wait and see. What's the thoughts? Obviously, Lithuania is the big one. If we don't beat Lithuania, then it's curtains. Are we going to do it? Um, I mean, I, I really hope we do. So I, I, we have to at some point. Come on. Also, how's sorry to go back to this, but how's Stephen Whitaker getting picked ahead of Graham Shinney? Well, I guess Whitaker would play right back. Shinney can't play right back, really. Mm, yeah, but well, then, he could. But a lot know. of people were tipping Ryan Christie for a shout. Yeah, I mean, Aberdeen fans get in touch. I mean, let, let us know how Ryan Christie's been playing. I'm a big fan of Christie. Obviously, I haven't seen him much this season, yeah. but... Um, Snod- Snodgrass told they can leave West Ham. He's still in the squad, not played. Uh, and there's also no James Morrison, which I thought was an odd one. James Morrison is still injured. Ah, uh, right. that. Yeah, so he picked up the injury in the England game and still hasn't recovered from it. So he's still getting back to full fitness. So right, no, yeah, no James maybe off. It would have been a chance to maybe call up, you know, Kenny McLean, who's been playing really well, yeah. or somebody like that. No Aberdeen, jo- play- no Aberdeen players, no Rangers players in the squad. Yeah, I noticed that. Uh, Jamie Murphy dropped out, Stephen Kingsley, um, John McGinn as well. Yeah. Oh, no, John McGinn's back in, sorry. Yeah, John McGinn is yeah. in. Yeah. Uh, I, um, have you seen the top comment on the uh, Scottish national football team page? Nope. What does Johnny Hayes need to do to get a call up? Yeah, go <laughs> well, get a game. I would suggest yeah, probably, <laughs> probably not be Irish. Yeah, that that would be the the two main reasons I would say. Uh, hey, so what are we thinking then? We've, we... we've got John here saying Christine Shinny been great. Um, Strachan's anti Aberdeen, but McLean's been pretty gash recently. Right, good okay. Use the word gash. Yeah, good. Uh, we should use that more often. Yeah, actually. we should. Yeah, but isn't uh, what's his name? The number two Aberdeen. He's now involved in the coaching setup. I've forgotten his name. Doherty. Tommy Doherty. Is he? Yeah. Is he T- taking Tommy Doherty. <laughs> ah, yeah. Is he? Oh, yeah, okay. I think so. Yeah. So uh, he's in, he's involved in the squad. I've, his name's not Tommy. Is it Tommy Doherty? I've told uh, Tony Doherty. That's the one. Tommy Doherty's he used to be my new manager. My new manager and from the eighties. I had an affair with a physio. Yeah, that's Did the he? one. Yeah. Male or female physio? It was a female. Oh, was it really? Okay. Yeah. That's a plot twist straight away. Brian the physio. Yeah. I I think the game on in Vilnius is huge. Um. The Malta one, because see if we drop points, this Malta game is going to be absolutely brutal. Mm-hmm. Yep. Are you going? And, are you going to Hamden? And we're going to have to delay a soccer FM for it as well because I'm going. Uh, what is it? The Monday we play or the, the Tuesday? Monday. Is it the Monday? It's the Monday. Uh, so soccer FM will be on Tuesday that night. Sound. So uh, just put that in your wee diary there. So yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Um, but also, um, I think Michael Halloran was getting like for a call up as well by people. He scores four goals in three games. It's mental how quickly things change. Yeah, I know. I mean, what I would say is there are there is something to be said for picking players that are on form. I would start Ryan Fraser. Would you? Yeah. Has he been playing Starting week for in, Bournemouth? week out yeah. for Bournemouth? Yeah. Playing. But, um, well, I know he came on against England and did okay. Yeah. So I, I just don't know what he's going to do in terms of. I think he might go quite defensive against Lithuania and hope that they come and attack us. Because um, I think Lithuania are still in my shout as well. Like they've not had some. They've not had terrible results so far. I'm not 100% sure but I think they but we have to win we absolutely have to win did you know who Jordan Archer was? 
Nope, not nah, me neither. Yeah. 15 caps and under 21s. So yeah. And so the under 19s as well. So that just shows. It's almost me. like we don't do research. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, that is the Scotland squad. Uh, lots more to come in the show. Uh, we're going to be debuting our new game show. We've got teams around the world as well. And we'll look ahead to all the fixtures that are happening in Scottish football over the next week while. But first, it's time for this on Soccer FM with Stephen Mill and Ray Bradshaw. with me this is a long list Falkirk Jokerit Falkirk Motherwell Dundee Kilmarnock Ross County Partick Thistle Stirling Albion Stenhouse Muir Defender Martin Corrigan how you doing pal? Great thanks Ray. very good Yeah <laughs> I mean that's uh, that's quite a list of teams there uh, the obvious one that sticks out is uh, the Finnish team uh, which uh, did I say it right is that correct? Jokerit Jokerit yeah, yeah, yeah. so listen we'll get into that uh, in just a wee second but obviously you started your career at Falkirk uh, way back in 1995 does it seem like it's more than 20 years ago? When you're a young boy and you're coming into the football world and then you get the older professionals speaking to you saying Take every minute you get playing football in the park because your career flies past. It certainly does. I mean, I look back at my career and it feels like it's been passing half a year, you know, so it's, yeah. it's fluent, you know, it certainly has. I actually came into when I signed for uh, Falkirk, it was 1993, uh, 92, 93. Wow. Uh, Falkirk was still in the Premier League at the time. Uh, that first season, Falkirk finished uh, fifth in the league under Jim Jeffries and Billy Brown. So they had, a, they had an excellent season that season. Uh, and I just came into, obviously I was a YTS at Falkirk for two years uh, before I managed to break into the first team. And it was, it was a great, it's a great schooling. You know, it was, YTS is totally different now for the young professionals coming in. You know, you get taught to, to be a, a good person first before you become a professional football player. So, uh, I learned a lot in my trade before I actually became a football player. In terms of the players that were around at that time as well, is there anyone that would recognise that you were you were coming through the ranks with? <clears throat> when I was a boy, like Kevin James, I don't remember Kevin yeah. James. He, he was there uh, by Kevin James. Uh, what, what was he like, six foot twelve or something like that? Oh, he was, he was six foot seven. I mean, was he? I just big, remember. Uh, I remember big. watching him in the telly coming out of the tunnel and he had to duck. <laughs> I just remember that's not normal. <laughs> uh, did you take part in the Scottish Cup final then in '97? That was I was just breaking into the team. Uh, I, I kind of played half that season uh, in the first team. Uh, I didn't actually play in the final, but it was. Uh, it was I was getting my kind of first year of kind of broke into the, the the first team then. And then how how did the move to Finland come about then, Martin? What because when you're at that age you'll be what like twenty one, twenty two, and you just thought I've done Falkirk, I'm going to stick with the F's, I'm going to hit <laughs> Finland. Like how did that work? <laughs> I was actually from agent, which was Ian Medford at the time, uh, and uh, Falkirk offered me a contract, and uh, I think Motherwell tried to buy me at the time, uh, and they couldn't come to agreement on on, on a fee. So what happened is I went to play in Finland. So I played at a team called Joker out there, uh, and it was an excellent setup. I mean, I've came face obviously Scotland. We were down in the first division at the time, yeah. and uh, went out to Joker in, in, in Finland. And it's, I, was, I was actually amazed how professional actually the clubs were out there. You know, they were quite advanced uh, back then, uh, and it was it was good. It was a good experience, and again, great life experience. And, and looking back, it kind of set me up for my, my, my career going forward. Yeah, and you won the Finnish Cup, and is that a big thing out there? Yeah, it's just like Scottish Cup here, you know. It's uh, and the, the standard the players play at their team is probably about the equivalent of your maybe middle to bottom Premier League. Yeah, okay. That's quality of the, the, the players out there. So it was it was a big thing out there, you know. It was it was excellent. And like I said, it, it made me go away and realise how lucky I was to be a professional. Uh, and when I came back and Motherwell came in agreement with Falkirk and Motherwell ended up uh, buying me and 
I realised then I had to really dig, dig down hard and work really hard to, 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 to achieve. And that's what I did. And see, when you got to Motherwell, did you ever think eight years later you'd be 200 odd appearances deep? Or was that always the plan? You were kind of, you wanted one club to stay for a while? Well, I was at Falkirk for six seasons uh, and then Motherwell came in and it's, it was hard as a young boy. I was only 21 at the time and I said for Motherwell when you don't need a dressing uh, at the time, Motherwell were, were spending big. They were bringing in big players like John Spencer, Don Goodman, Jed Brannan. Martin Corrigan. <laughs> <laughs> I liked how you said big players and then started with John Spencer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the smallest player I've ever seen in my life. But were you aware at that point in time that the club was spending money that they didn't have? Is that something you were aware of as a player? No, I, I don't think so. I mean, you, you, you're going in and you're signing for a club. It's... I mean, in the, in that dressing room, there's the so-called millionaires in that dressing room. You know, yeah. so it's a, it's a big thing for a young boy to go in and try and take a take a claim in the in, in the park. So you had to get your head around that. Uh, but at the time, I mean, the Premier League in Scotland was flying. I mean, all the clubs had spending good money and they were bringing in big players. And, yeah. Uh, the, the, the Premier League at that time was it was great to watch. You know, so mm. no, I didn't realise that at the time, obviously, but obviously a couple of years later. We knew the, the consequences. And was it horrible when it, when the club went through that? Oh, it was terrible. I mean, uh, believe it or not, when I was at Falkirk, they'd done the exact same thing. They went in administration. That was but, one of your hobbies for a bit, wasn't it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> studying up on it. So when I went into Motherwell, and I had great pals there. Like, big Greg Strong was one of my one of yeah. my, my best pals in football and he got released, you know. And it's no nice to see that. Uh, but the club had to survive. So they, they made the decision to obviously cut the, cut the costs. Uh, and, and some of some of my good pals had to leave. And do you feel guilty about that, like when it happens? Because if it's your best pal, you must be like, oh shit. I def- definitely, you know, it's just, it's the last thing you want. But the players that stayed on the, the club, but they we got together and they worked with half the time to keep the club afloat, you know. And one thing about Mullerwell is it's got great supporters. I mean, see, their supporters are saying to them, yeah, get behind the players. They, even the players that left, the players that stayed, uh, they worked really hard to keep the club afloat, and uh, it's, it's a credit to the support they've got. Eight years at Motherwell, Martin, and you'd already uh, played abroad before that in Finland. Was there any any other sort of opportunities to go abroad? Was that something you wanted to do, or was did you feel like that was something that had been ticked off the list? No, I think uh, when I went abroad and came back home, uh, even to the to the point, I mean, I stayed at Motherwell for eight years. Believe it or not, I actually had uh, I was maybe there for ten years. I had the testimonial tied up at the end of my contract. Mm. Uh, but when uh, Mark McGee came in and just took a disliking to me, so. I didn't know what to stay there and just take take a wage at the club. The club yeah. I, I loved being there. Uh, I thought it was unfair. Uh, so that's why I ended up leaving the club at the time. Uh, but I, I couldn't I couldn't take money off a, a club. Uh, but, but I wouldn't get nothing back to yeah, yeah. That's a very uh, sort of refreshing attitude, yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, we speak to a lot of football players on this show who have you know, come at the end of their careers, and one thing that comes up uh, time and time again is they're at a club, they're getting on well, a new manager comes in, and for some reason they just take a complete disliking to someone. How, how does that feel in terms of a player? Because there's really there's nothing much you can do about it, is there? It's, it's, it's hard at the time. I mean, uh, a lot of supporters will not realise, but at the time when I played for Mullerwood, I, I kind of knocked back three or four clubs for me to go to. For Mullerwood at the time, yeah. a lot of clubs are paying a lot more money that I got offered. Uh, but I stayed at Mullerwood because I loved it. So that's why... I'd, the, the testimony was going to be there for me at the end of my end of my contract coming up, but when obviously Mark came in and just uh, for whatever reason took a disliking to me, and I was there for the eight seasons, and when he came in, I never played one game under him. So for that whatever reason, be, yeah, it's brilliant. And being a manager myself, 
Uh, I can see it for the other side of the coin, but I, I believe uh, it doesn't matter if you if you appreciate you like a player, or don't like a player, you still need to treat them. Eh? Yeah. Uh, uh, how you you would like to be treat yourself, you know. So I I decided at that point it was a hard decision because uh, I loved the club. I didn't want to leave the club, but I couldn't no longer stay there because my my personal life was getting affected a bit. And uh, as much as I love being there, it's uh, I didn't make a decision to leave. Yeah, <clears throat> I've got a couple of questions to ask you about one well before we move on. Firstly, two thousand two two thousand three season, you play every minute apart from the last fifteen minutes of the final game. Were you were you injured or was someone just trying to piss you off? Uh, I was you. <laughs> was, was it actually so you weren't injured? No, it was what happened is uh, that that season uh, it was obviously I loved it. But Scott McKenzie done it when he was at, uh, at Falkirk. He played every single game in one season, and I thought to myself, that's a great achievement. You yeah. Know, and that season, that season, uh, Falkirk finished fifth in the league in the, the Premier League. Uh, so I, I wanted to achieve that. So that 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 season, I was playing every single minute, every single game, and the very last game of the season. Big uh, Derek took me off. Couldn't believe it. Fifteen minutes to go, took me off. That was the perfect season. And I took off the party. And I said to him, when I sat down the dugout, I went whispered in his ear and he says, I don't worry, next season you'll make it. And I kind of went, next season you'll make it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a ludicrous way of thinking. It's uh, trolling you, aye. I done the next season. I played every minute of the game the following season after that. So and did you? Actually have, uh, oh, oh well, there you go. Uh, you were deliberately playing shite just to punish him. Like, that's <laughs> I, mean. I was actually gutted. Because <laughs> the other thing I've got to ask you about the Motherwell uh, time is two caps for Scotland B team. Um, one against uh, Germany, one against Turkey. Um, starting on one on the bench and the other. And what was that like? Were you ever? Did you ever feel close to the full squad, or did you just think that was kind of like a stepping stone? Or and what was what was the whole time like for that? Well, it was great. It was great to go away. I mean, I think when I got in the Scotland squad, I was twenty six, uh, twenty seven. Yeah. Uh, and you made your you made your Scotland B debut at twenty seven years and a hundred and something days. <laughs> I don't have autism. I was, yeah. I was just reading it, I was reading it earlier. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I didn't know twenty seven. Twenty six or twenty seven. But anyway, twenty seven. So I, I was. It was great to get in, involved. You know, it was. Uh, it was. It was a big achievement. I would have loved to have played for Scotland. You know. Uh, and I think the, the following two seasons after that, I'd done my cruciate ligament and that kind of put yeah. you know, the end to any further games for Scotland. But no, it was, it was great to go and play there. And it was a great, it was a great uh, atmosphere. And, you know, just to even play for the, 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 the B team in Scotland, was, it was a, a good achievement for myself. But unfortunately, I didn't actually make it to the full, the full, the full cup. Yeah, and do you ever feel like, because obviously, I remember, I'm a Thistle fan, so you obviously came to play for us. We'll talk about that in a second. But you, I remember when watching you f- through playing against Motherwell and stuff like that you could play centre mid you could play centre half you could play right back did you ever feel your versatility cost you at any point or did you feel that was a great asset to have? No I think I think any young professional coming through a game and they don't don't pin yourself down to one position you know because I, I love playing midfield believe it or not uh, but I, I must have been better right back so most managers <laughs> <play> midfield back <laughs> uh, but I enjoy playing at centre half as well and I think it's the most important thing for me, as long as my name got read out on a Saturday, I would have played anywhere. Yeah. And the one thing I would have gave is 100%. So uh, as long as you can, you can give it all and look in the mirror and see yourself like you've done your best, that's all you can offer. See, just when you say that, I can totally imagine you as a player never to have highlights and always wear black boots. That is the <laughs> kind of, I'll play right back, I'll play centre mid, I'll give 100% and after the game, I'm going to have four pints of real ale. That is what I'm going to do. I love that. Uh, so so listen man you left uh, Motherwell you had a wee loan spell at Dundee and then you moved to Kilmarnock am I right in saying that you were released by Motherwell and then later that day 
Major debut for Kilmarnock. Right, that's right, I, I, What? I got from Motherwell that day and then uh, signed for Kilmarnock and then played against Hearts uh, that same day. Uh, so it was, a, it was quite, it was quite a, a strange sensation to play for one one team and then the very next day play for a different team, you know. Uh, but, uh, Did you train with them? No. <laughs> Just straight in? <laughs> Nuts. I straight in and played. Did you win? Uh, it was against Arsenal, one to one Oh, well, <laughs> there you go. Well, <laughs> did you have a good game? Uh, I actually played really well. In fact, <laughs> the, the funny thing is, when, when, when I left Motherwell, uh, near the end of my career, career at Motherwell, I started to get picked up with niggles. When I was saying niggles, a fraction of my kneecap. And then I, I done my <laughs> Again, old school mentality. <laughs> a wee uh, niggle. I'll just run it off. <laughs> run it off, bye. <laughs> Uh, believe it or not, I actually played three games with a fraction of oh, There you go. God. <laughs> You're the new Marvin Andrews. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you had a sort of nomadic experience after that. Kilmarnock, Ross County, Partick Thistle, all within uh, a couple of years of each other. Uh, let's talk about your time at Partick Thistle uh, since Ray is a, is a Thistle fan. Ray, what's your memories of Martin? Uh, did a job. Yeah. That was the kind of thing. It was, it was not the best time at Far Hill, let's be honest. It was kind of uh, up and down and... McCall was doing all right, but do you know that way we were a first division club there? Whereas yeah. now your former teammate, uh, Archie, has definitely stepped up. What what was it like at Firehill? Did you enjoy your time there? And uh, twofold question, did you enjoy your time there? But also, did you ever think Archie would go on and be manager? And did you ever think Chris Doolan would go on to become the second top Scottish uh, goal scorer over the last five years? When I first left uh, Ross County to sign for Patrick so I actually, I actually signed injured, so I had a, a problem with my ankle. Uh, and I really struggled to get my, my full fitness back for that. And, and Ian, Ian McCall was obviously the manager. And Ian McCall was a, a player at Falkirk when I was first at Falkirk. Right, okay. Uh, so I, I knew him for my time at Falkirk. But uh, I mean, I've got a lot of good things to say about Ian McCall. You know, uh, he's a good manager. He's a good man manager. He's doing great at year just now. Uh, he's, he's a nice guy behind the scenes. Uh, it's just unfortunately I couldn't really get my full fitness. You know, and I kind of I got hampered with a wee bit of injury after. Uh, I left kind of Mullerwell. I kept on picking up niggles in my ankles, uh, two ankles and hamstrings. And my time at Partick Thistle, I was just kind of hampered a wee bit with, with, with injury. And obviously, Ian uh, would obviously pick myself or somebody else to play in the game. Uh, and because and I was getting a wee bit older, possibly, he chose to go with certain players at the club at the time. Yeah. But Archie, Archie was young. Archie was similar to myself. He was picking up niggles and yeah, I remember uh, after he came back from United, yeah. I Archie done really well. You know, he's a he's a fan favourite. The fans love him. Yeah, Archie's a uh, perfect thistle through and through. I think he's proven that way. Teams that's come in to try and poach him, and he still want to stay there. You know, he's uh, but he's, he's great with the supporters and great with the with the, with the players inside, especially the younger players. So you can see uh, he was going to be uh, a good coach uh, as he got older, and he's turned out to be a really good manager. Yeah, and when you when because you would have been there, Chris Dillon wouldn't have been there that long, just kind of making the step up. Did you think he would have gone on to do what he's done? It's just it's, it's, it's amazing. I will go back to what I said before: is, is uh, if you if you get your head in the work hard, it's amazing what you can achieve. And oh, Chris came for the juniors, you know, yeah. and he, he came in and he worked really hard. And you can see as a young boy, he was raw, you know. And I'm watching these games we can be cut on the telly. You can see he's, he's came on leaps and bounds as, as a player. And, uh, credit to him because uh, that's a that's a, a thing. You look at all the top players. And, in any country, every top player will work really hard to be the best they can. And Chris is one of the players; uh, he'll do that. And he's a, he's a really nice guy as well. I mean, 
Yeah, you speak to anybody and he's got his way to help anybody at the club. Yeah, he so, goes uh, out his no, way. We've had him on the show three times. He can't say no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just harassed the guy. Yeah, <laughs> poor Chris. He'll probably be on sometime soon. Anyway, after Patrick Thistle, it was Stirling Albion, Stenhouse Muir, and you moved into coaching and managing as well. So, what was that transition like? Going from you know one of the boys, one of the players, any management? Did you was that a difficult thing to go through? Uh, I, I don't think so. Uh, uh, when I was at Stennis Muir, I actually ruptured my Achilles, so that kind of put a kind of end to my football career. A wee uh, niggle, as you would call yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I managed to play, managed to play five games with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that kind of that put an end to my kind of football career, uh, and. Just fortunately enough, uh, David Arms was the manager there, and he ended up leaving to get in, to go and join the police. So the, I was thankful the club came to myself and asked me to take over as a manager. Uh, so I'll always be thankful for Stenish Muir for that. And uh, I had a great time as a manager there. We had great results. You know, we beat Kilmarnock. Uh, they took uh, Inverness into extra time and penalty kicks. We beat Dundee. But great results there within space of two yeah. seasons. You know, uh, so it was, it, was a, it was a great. It was great to. The, the change room to be a manager, eh, sorry, to be a football player, to be a manager, and it's one of the things uh, I, I seem to really enjoy. You know, I enjoy the, the managing side of the players and try to get the best out of somebody. Because I know when I was a player, I needed somebody to help me eh, and encourage me, and I think the modern day football player needs that. You know, yeah. and uh, it was it was great to try and get the best and see somebody striving, especially younger boys. See them coming into the team and doing really well. Players like Sean Dixon and stuff. He came into the club at 19 year old, and before I know it, the next season he's a top goal scorer and he's scoring like 25 goals. And, uh, and it was great to see that and try and help folk out. And see when when that finished, right? Because you left uh, Steny like January and didn't go back into football assistant manager at Stirling till the November time. So you've that'll be the first time in your career really you get time out of football. Did that make you reevaluate things, or did you just want to get straight back into it? No, you, you miss it every day. You've no got it. You miss it. Right. I mean, when I left school at sixteen year old, I went straight into being a football player, uh, and it's all you've ever had in your life, you know. And uh, you, like I say, you hear football players when they're younger and they're older, and they're saying, "Listen, every minute on that pitch, you remember it." And if I could turn the clocks back, I would. I mean, there's nothing better than running to a, to a, a football stadium full of supporters and. And you're giving it your all to, 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 to go and win a match. And the next best thing for that is coaching or managing. And yep. that's, uh, you still get that same buzz, you know, you still get the same buzz. Obviously, you can't even about as much as you, could, you did before. You try and encourage folks to say the part, but it's, 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 it's great for uh, to go and do that. No, it's, and, and if you've not got it in your life, it's, it's a big gap it's, you, you miss. And in terms of what you're doing now, then, Martin, are you still involved in the game? Well, I, I, I left Stirling Albion. Just after Christmas there, so I've been going and watching games, doing a bit of match reports and scouting, helping folk out. Uh, but I'm still you no know, unemployed, as you would say. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine you ever giving a positive report to anyone wearing yellow boots. <laughs> like, <laughs> just like an X to that one. Yeah, no sign on him. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's done uh, um, in terms of the best players you've played with and against. Uh, so let's start with the best player you've played against first of all, Martin. Your entire career, who's the one that sticks out? Oh. I've been lucky enough to play uh, in Scotland when the Premier League was really striving. You know, you could you could look at the the Rangers teams and Celtic teams. Yeah. And you could look at all the players that played there. You know, the, the Hartsons, the Suttons, uh, the Larsons. Uh, so I, I, I've been lucky to play against really good top players in Scotland. You know, uh, and I, I would like to have played against Gascoigne or Loudrop, but I didn't get the opportunity to play against them because obviously they, they, they are top players. Yeah. Uh, so it, it, it would probably probably be doing a probably. 
and we lost him probably the good one I talked to him. Did he ever not make you? Yeah, uh, yeah. I just kept on kicking him. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the best player you've played with then, Martin? Who's uh, Probably Stevie Cregan. I'll tell you the reason why Stevie Cregan. I love Stevie Cregan. <laughs> I love Stevie Cregan. <laughs> I've ever seen him getting booked for trying to because uh, of his long throws. He tried to. Uh, he was told he wasn't allowed to use his top to dry the ball. Uh, so he put it up his shorts <laughs> and the, <laughs> the ref came and booked him and I was about 11 and I was like I love this guy Yeah. <laughs> so he's the one who sticks out for you then I'll I, I tell you the reason why and this for me it's, it's typified Scottish football it's like, you've got Stevie Craig that came across to this country for Ireland and uh, he, he got let go from Motherwell and he's rolled his sleeves up and he's walked his socks off and he, he managed to uh, be the captain for party this and come back to Motherwell captain Motherwell uh, capped 50 odd times for his, for his country uh, and for me, uh, if you work hard enough and determined, uh, you be determined, you, you, you'll make it. And Stephen, for me, is like a top professional. Behind the scenes, you have no idea what he actually does to, to, to achieve what he does. Uh, and now he's obviously on the, the television. Uh, he's working really hard behind the scenes. Uh, he's analysing yeah. stuff on the television. So for me, it's, it's, it, it would be Stevie Cregan. I've got one final question for you, Martin. Right? Oh. I, whenever I played football, I was always a defender. This really interests me. You played fit, uh, football professionally for 17 years. In that time, you scored nine goals. Uh, do you have a favourite? And how uh, did you ever, when you scored, did you ever panic for a celebration and just cock it up? <laughs> uh, every time I scored, I panicked. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a shock horror every time I scored. It was like, is that going? <laughs> no, I, I think uh, I scored two goals, one against Celtic, one against Rangers. Uh, and I think they two especially two weeks part of each other and I think they two really stand out you know uh, so you've got nine like, in 17 years but two in two weeks uh, two in two weeks believe it or not it's actually hard to believe it uh, you uh, would have gone down in the bookies from 161 to 141 <laughs> first yeah, goal scorer uh, after that I think it, I was never I was never a favourite put it that way uh, <laughs> but it was, it was like when I did score, it was like uh, it was always it was never a trick run. It was always like a shot for forty yards, and how did that go? <laughs> uh, uh, that sounds good. like a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Just quickly before you go, in terms of your job, uh, what are you up to? I'm, I'm actually a driving instructor. I became a driving instructor with baby party official. So right. two of my two of my friends, uh, John Philbin, who used to be from Motherwell, and yeah. David Newhead, who played in the Falkirk, uh, he's still and stuff. They two. They, they two done the driving school and I decided to go into that so that's what I'm actually doing at the moment brilliant what area are you living in? Denny I stay in Denny right so, cool uh, if you live in that area and you want some driving lessons for a man that will only wear black clothes at any time <laughs> and will kick you out of the car if you have blonde highlights go in that area exactly yeah he's your man Martin Corrigan thank you very much for joining us on Soccer FM cheers brilliant guys thanks Yes, that was another Where Are They Now on Soccer FM. Martin Corrigan there. Great chat from Martin. Lovely guy as well, wasn't he? Yeah, he comes across so well. Yeah. Like, just no nonsense. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Where Are They Now from Martin, Martin Corrigan, I should say there. Uh, more next week. Uh, yeah, so some big names coming up. Yep, in we've the next got them, some interesting ones lined up as well. And as usual, if there's anything you want us to talk to, anyone you think would be a good Where Are They Now, get in touch. Uh, Pine Brawl Bro, uh, the Twitter, the Facebook. I don't do, do these links usually. Ask Steve's got Soccer FM on Twitter and Facebook as well. Remember, comment, just search for Soccer FM in the search bar. And uh, someone pointed out last week we didn't ask what Paul Gallagher was up to now. Uh, <laughs> I think we did. 
yeah. and then had to edit it out yes. because of what he said. Yes, exactly. But also, much love for Paul Gallagher's social media about how much he was craving to say the C-bomb. Yes, exactly, and swore like a tripper. Yeah, I love it. Time. So love uh, it. just to tell you what he is up to, he is goalkeeping coach at Hearts. Yep, so and there you go. that's why we had to edit it out. Yeah, exactly, So because uh, it might not have been true by the time it got <laughs> So, uh, listen, that was Where Are They Now? We've still got a new game coming up in the next week while we'll also uh, go through the entire SPL fixture list for this weekend and talk all about that. But first, it's time for this. It's time for teams around the world. Yes, it's teams around the world on Soccer FM. And thank you so much to whoever it was that commented on it Twitter. You and Mobsuit commented that it makes me sad that we don't sing along. And the reason was Stephen banned me from singing. Yeah. And now I'm allowed to because people got in touch. We were getting complaints. So listen, da, that's da, it. Even da, we'll do da, one week da, singing, da, 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 one week da, da, not singing. Da, da, so we picked da, da, da. a team around the world last week, a new team around the world for 2017-18. It was Jupest in Hungary. And how did they get on at the weekend, Ray? Uh, did all right. They drew one each with uh, Dios Gior. <laughs> Yeah, Dios Tre- Gyori? Tremendous, tremendous. Uh, I'm going to Dios- enjoy the Hungarian yeah. league this season. Oh, mate, see if when we play the team in sixth, I am f- sixth and eighth, I am fucked. Well, right? Can you even attempt them, or are you not going to? Meskvid Zori? Okay, yeah. Somebody, no. Yeah. Um, right, okay, yeah, so. That sounds like something I would say if I was having a stroke. Yeah, um, so, so uh, do uh, one, one each one. with Dios Gyori, who are sitting fourth, we're sitting seventh. Seven points from six games, that's two points off the bottom. Um, so we've got oh fuck we're playing <laughs> next week we're playing Balmazajivros <laughs> I mean no nah, you're not getting all, away with that we that's... all know Balmazajivros is a hard place to go so also <laughs> it's got an ellipsis after that so that's only the start of the name alright okay so, so it's got longer a lengthy name yeah so, uh... so yeah one each did alright um, and uh, we'll see what happens next week I've been looking at flights um, also, uh, Angelov scored in the 82nd minute. I know you like the minutes. Um, I've been looking at flights out at Budapest. Uh huh. Is that is that where they play Budapest? Budapest? Much, yeah. yeah, Budapest. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, and also, we had a who someone got in touch to tell us about when they went to the oh yeah they went Bush to the derby against Finn Farros and then they they deleted their comments it disappeared so tell us obviously about it. so ashamed that they got in contact with us and that we replied to them yeah. because I mean we, I mean, when someone messaged us it was a direct message on Facebook as well Yeah. so uh, whoever that was we can't remember your name please do get back in touch yeah. uh, unless you were in some sort of like see it uh, what is it like watch list now because you got in touch with us and that's why you delete it that is true uh, that is also Scott Hunter's case. asking did Pard Legends Isvan Cosma play for Ushpist uh, I have absolutely no idea but Ray if you keep talking I will um, I will google that and find out yeah so uh, we're talking about maybe going to the Fenerbahce game because that's one of the teams I can say them are Honved or Videoton they're all kind of new, easy games to say mm-hmm. uh, flights returns from Glasgow are about 80 quid out to Budapest oh that's nice uh, and what a weekend that'll be and also I noticed last week you picked this team mm-hmm. purely so we can go get a bevy. Is that correct? That is not the case because obviously I picked it because Dunfermline legend Istvan Cosma played uh, three times in fact <laughs> for the Upest. Uh, yep, uh, 993 to 95. So that was after he left Liverpool. Three uh, games in f- two years? No, 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 no. He, he played for them three times, three ah. separate occasions as well. Oh, right. Yeah. So he was, at Dun- he was at Bordeaux, signed for us, played with Dunfermline for three years, then went to Liverpool for a season, then went to Utrecht from Liverpool, then went to Apoel, which I think is yeah, probably depending on uh, Nicosia. Or, yeah. Yeah. Uh, then back to Utrecht for another couple of years, played 33 times, and then finished his career there in the year 2000 to 2001, played 20 times, scored three Some goals. Busted song. Absolutely. Uh, Scott Hunter. 
Excellent knowledge, mate. Well done. Yeah, well done, Scott Honor. Well done. So, uh, yeah, that is Teams Around the World uh, for this week. Now, I am uh, very excited about what we're going to do next. It's a new game. It might be terrible. I don't know anything about this, and you've not let me hear the theme tune. Yeah. And you've loosely explained it to me, and I don't really know what's happening. I think on the week that the sad passing of Bruce Forsyth, he has gone <laughs> in the past few days. I think it's only right <laughs> that... I did not expect that link. <laughs> we replace uh, the out, outgoing Bruce Forsyth... Away he goes. Um, away to a better place. He, he was the king of game shows. Right? Price is right. Player cards. Yeah. All the rest of it. Generation game. It's only right that we come up with something that's just as good. Okay. So this game is called It Was Just Banter. Right. And it's... Are we throw to, I guess, Richard Keyes after his uh, very topical yes. uh, sacking six years ago from Sky. Say <laughs> <laughs> um, what you want of us. We but are topical. I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll explain the game, then I'll play the jingle, because I'm quite. Uh, I'm looking forward to the jingle. I'm really looking forward to the jingle. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read out an abusive tweet about someone in Scottish football. Okay? So I've gone onto Twitter, searched two people's names, and found an offensive tweet. Now, I'm going to read it out, and we don't encourage this, I think. That, that's what we should say. We don't encourage <laughs> abusive tweeting. Um, but So, to... Sort of stop you doing that. We're not going to read out anyone's name who's actually tweeting it, okay? So, but these tweets do exist if you've got the time to go and find them. Uh, so, Ray, you're going to guess the first one. Yep. And then I'm going to ask the listeners um, to guess the second one, and I'll give you the answer next week. So, uh, I'm very excited about the jingle. Are you ready for the jingle? I'm buzzing for the jingle, mate. Let's do it. Right, three, two, one. Here we go. It was just banter. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to It Was Just Banter on Soccer <laughs> FM with Stephen Mill and Ray Bradshaw. This is our brand new game show and uh, because of the sad passing of Bruce Forsyth, we have stepped into the breach uh, to take game shows up to a new level. I'm going to read out an abusive Where'd tweet. Where did you find these... Shh. Anyway, come on. Right, uh, I'm going to read out an abusive tweet from someone in Scottish football and Ray is going to guess who it's about. Ray, okay. are you ready to play? I'm ready to play. It's just banter. Okay, it was just banter. Okay, this person... Okay. So that his name's at the start of the tweet. Is one of those wee rats who used to wear trackies at his school as its uniform. Who used to wear trackies at his school as a uniform. Yeah. Who is that? Someone in Scottish football. Who do we think it is? It's Scott Brown. Scott Brown is the incorrect answer. It was just banter on Soccer FM. It continues, Ray. We'll keep going until you get it. Oh, <laughs> I did not realise this was a thing. Yeah. Uh, am I close with Brown? Uh, I'm not going to give you any clues. Kenny Miller? Kenny Miller... Is the incorrect answer. Uh, uh, it was just banter continues on Soccer FM. <laughs> this is fucking painful. <laughs> uh, I did not realise it was going to be more than one attempt. Uh, so he's a wee rat that used to wear trackies to school. Kieran Tierney? It's not Kieran Tierney either. It was just banter continues on Soccer FM. Kyle it Lafferty? It was just banter. <laughs> um, it's not Kyle Lafferty, no. Uh, it'd be a wee rat. Paul McGowan? No, not Paul McGowan. Lee not. Griffiths? Ray Bradshaw. It's the correct answer. Yes, we have a winner on the first ever round of It Was Just Banter I'm on Soccer I'm, FM. I'm going to be honest, I didn't even get that. It was Christine MacArthur on the oh, Soccer FM uh, live tweet. Not like to cheat. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't have got that, I don't think. Lee Griffiths. I thought yeah. that was fairly obvious. So yeah, Lee Griffiths is one of those wee rats who used to wear trackies at his school as his uniform. <laughs> there you go. So that was the first ever round of It Was Just Banter on Soccer FM. I'm sure you enjoyed game. it. It is yeah. a good game. And it's, it's a lot got, of pressure. It is. So listen, this is your chance uh, to get involved in this. We'll give the answer <laughs> next are just, week. People are just congratulating Christy. 
Christine and not congratulating me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well done, Christine. Because uh, uh, I can't believe you cheated like that. That is unbelievable. I should uh, actually point out the rules that you're not allowed to look at Facebook. Uh, no help at this point, but this is your chance to get involved. So here we go. Someone should tell this person that he looks like a homeless prick with that scruffy beard. <laughs> hashtag scruffy, hashtag trampy. So who is that? <laughs> someone should tell someone that he looks like a homeless prick with that scruffy beard. Hashtag scruffy, hashtag trampy. Who do you think that is? Get your shouts in at Scott Soccer <laughs> FM on Facebook as well. Just search for Soccer FM in the search bar. And also comment on pieandbothro.com as well. And we will reveal the answer next week on yep. Soccer FM. It was just banter. What a game. Brucey, I'll be proud. He'll be up there, right? It's this music with the lasers that's yeah. freaking me out more than anything. Yeah, I mean, oh, it's, oh. It's, it's tremendous. Like, I think Brucey will absolutely love this game. He'll be gutted he didn't come out with his first before he died. <laughs> she and I enjoyed some banter. So, listen, <laughs> it's going to continue. How much free time do you have? So much free time, mate. <laughs> so much free time. But, uh, so play, yeah. Play this song at your. Um, Spotify thing at St Mirren I really should shouldn't I just, uh, it was just banter yeah. theme tune everyone go oh it's uh, it was just banter theme tune and they'll all look up to this guy and point at Bruce Forsyth and say <laughs> he should have been hosting this but sadly he was taken too soon in his 89th year so listen we are we're doing it for you Brucey we're doing it for you mate so that was it was just banter on Soccer FM with Stephen Mill and Ray Bradshaw let's look ahead uh, to the fixtures that are coming up Absolute in Scottish nonsense. football in the next seven days or so uh, so we'll start in the Premiership at the weekend and unusual for Celtic they have a three o'clock kickoff uh, on a Saturday and it's against St Johnson it's the title decider that everyone's talking about uh, both teams 100% record something has to give it's the biggest thing that anyone's talking about this weekend and certainly not McGregor versus Mayweather that is happening at Parkhead yeah. at 3 o'clock on Saturday elsewhere Kilmarnock versus Hamilton and Motherwell versus Hearts Partick Thistle versus Aberdeen and then we have two games on Sunday in the Premiership both in the telly uh, one on Sky Sports which is Dundee versus Hibs and the other one at 3 o'clock on BT Sport which is Ross County versus Rangers I, the one I'm worried about is Thistle Aberdeen because the tech for my friend show is a massive Aberdeen fan Ryan and I, the second half of that uh, game I'll be on stage mm. so he'll be able to know the score well, and he can just, flash me when they're say. scoring. I saw him celebrate the other day when Stephen May scored his second goal. So right. it's going to be... Oh, Carnage. Uh, yeah, and we need to start picking up points soon. Nah, you've uh, got another six games before you need to start picking <laughs> yeah, up Yeah, that's very true. Uh, Kelly Hamilton, we all thought that'd be a relegation six-pointer, but it turned out... Hamilton then they push- Cup playoff. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, I guess Ham- uh, Kilmarnock have another great start, but Hamilton, that's a great... Um, if they win again... I think they've all but secured in the Europa League spot for next season. <laughs> sure. I don't want to be accused of exaggerating, but I think nine points after four matches. I wonder how long it took Hamilton to get nine points last season. The last time it will be when Alex Neil took them to the top of the league, remember? Well, that is tr- yeah, that is true. So, uh, yeah, they are hunting down the Europa League, uh, the Ackies, and they are playing Kilmarnock at the weekend. In the Championship, Breaking City versus Inverness. Uh, so that's the battle at the bottom. Yeah. Relegation six-pointer already. Dumbarton versus Dunfermline. Just found out there was 20 quid to get in at the weekend, so might be giving that a well, uh, Falkirk 20 quid yes uh, Falkirk versus Fucking Queen of the hell. South I take it they need the money for Naddy's food I, <laughs> yeah, it's feeding times <laughs> uh, Falkirk versus Queen of the South uh, Falkirk again having a bit of a nightmare and Queen of the South playing quite well yeah. two wins out of three for them Morton versus Livingston and St Mirren versus Dundee Knight definitely the game of the day in the championship next weekend yeah. uh, St Mirren started quite well as well two wins out of three too and also Dundee United with that 100% record but how will they get on in the Paisley 2021 stadium at the weekend I don't really understand St Mirren because we 
beat them 5 0. They were horrific. Or yeah. as someone else has said in the comments, gash. Yeah. But they've since bounced back and they beat Livingston, who played very well against us. Big match of the weekend in the Championship. In League One, it's Erdre versus Allah. Who'll be the Erdre manager? Nobody knows. It's definitely not going to be Bruce Forsyth because he's dead. Air <laughs> um, United versus Arbroath. East Fife versus Wraith Rovers. That is the big Fife derby this weekend. Uh, uh, so that's a big one down at New Bayview. Uh, Darren Young versus Barry Smith. Of course, Barry Smith, who was East Fife manager last yeah. season. So uh, all sorts of storylines there. Forfar versus Albin Rovers. And Queen's Park still looking to get off the mark in League one that they play Stranraer who Stranraer unlucky at the weekend uh, interesting to see how that kind of plays out because obviously we all thought Ayr and Wraith were going to be the runaway top two most of them in that order as well so it's going to be interesting to see who picks up the third and fourth place because teams kind of be taking points off each other just now mm-hmm. so we'll see how that develops as we go League 2 Annan versus Montrose Clyde versus Stenhouse Muir Cowdenbeath versus Berwick Rangers Edinburgh City versus Elgin City and Peterhead against Stirling Albion and that rounds off all the fixtures in the SPFL Is Elgin a city? Well, it's Brecon City as well. I guess Brecon isn't technically. I don't know. Is it? Has it got a cathedral? Is that not how they used to do it? Yeah, probably a cathedral. That means it's a city. I guess that. That's guess. That's that's my sort of answer to that question. I don't know. Do you want to ask Bruce for South? It will ask Bruce for South. Oh no, he's dead. Right. So um, <laughs> that's what's happening. I, d- I don't know why this is just taking such a sinister this is turn. Like, <laughs> so remember that day you only played movie tunes. Yeah, that was sad. I was going through a difficult time. That was that point terrible that day. Yeah, I was so going annoying. Time, anyway. Also, Paul Lawson's watching. Say hi to Paul. Hi, Paul. How are you doing? Uh, remember Bruce Forsyth? He's up there. He's listening as well. He's <laughs> logged on to Soccer <laughs> FM on Facebook. Remember, if you want to like us there, then please do. And you'll get the notification if uh, you want to listen live next Monday at 7.30pm. What are you up to the rest of the week, Ray Bradshaw? Fringing it? Fringing it the whole time. Um, last week, uh, had some really nice reviews. Had lots of sellout shows. So come through and... And see the show before I have a breakdown so that goes on till next Monday and then yeah. that's me free for a bit so I've not had a day off in so long I cannot wait for it to be over yeah excellent and what about you uh, what you got I don't know what I've got on this week um, you going to Bruce for size funeral no oh, I don't know if I'll get an invite after this um, <laughs> but maybe would have before yeah totally maybe if they've listened to it it was just banter uh, that's our new game show by the way I don't know if you heard it she <laughs> and I enjoyed some banter so that is what we've done this week <laughs> remember get your guesses in uh, for who the tweet was about was it hashtag scruffy hashtag beardy hashtag scruffy hashtag trampy trampy but so some, someone should tell someone that he looks like a homeless prick with that scruffy beard hashtag scrum, scruffy Hashtag trampy. You said scrumpy there. Scrumpy, which is <laughs> Hashtag type. cider. Yes, exactly. So, uh, no, I don't have much on this week. Uh, so, I'll just be monitoring all the feeds for all the guesses that we'll get yeah. for this. Uh, at Scott Soccer FM, we'll give you the answer next week. And that is how you get in touch. But for this week, it is all over. Thank you very much for listening. Hope you've enjoyed the show. There's more on our Twitter, at Scott Soccer FM, as I mentioned. And like us on Facebook and comment on our own forum on pieandbovro.com. Get in touch there for a where are they now and anything else you have. And uh, give us a guess as well, for it was just bad. But for now, it's goodbye from me, Stephen Mill, and you, Ray Bradshaw. See you later, guys. Have a nice week. This has been Soccer FM. We will catch you next time on Soccer FM. Remember, 7.30 next Monday night. We'll see you then. Bye.